Hello, and welcome to the very first episode on Who is Copernicus? I am your host, Copernicus Treadwater, and today I wanted to cover a topic that has been on my mind. So, um, this one is actually going to be a Cars Chronicles, which simply means um, a thought that I have on my mind as I'm driving to various places that I need to go. So, this thought um, derived originally from a book that I was reading called Seed of the Soul by Gary Zukav. Um, and initially, what drew me to the book was not only um, how cool it looked, because it had a nice, you know, vibrant cover, but it was the people in the reviews that had talked about the book um, that kind of stuck out to me. So Oprah Winfrey um, was on there, Maya Angelou. And those are two people that I feel like if you get, um, you know, the stamp of approval from them, then uh, you probably got some cool stuff to say. And uh, I was not disappointed. Um, the big thing I want to talk to you guys about today and why it's so heavy on my mind is one of the chapters in the book was called reverence. Now, I personally had to Google the word uh, because I didn't know the exact definition, but simply put, it just is a deep respect for something. Um, and I was like, okay, where are we going with this? Now, my initial thought, obviously, is as I read this definition of a deep respect the first word obviously that came to my head was respect but what's cool about it is in the chapter he makes a distinction um between respect and reverence and that being if you respect something that is simply something that can come and go you can respect one person and not the other and chances are it's due to a response of finding characteristics within that given person that you personally admire so you know you might respect your baseball coach but you hate your football coach or vice versa whatever it might be the point is respect is not always there right it's something that needs to be earned and chances are it's something that you personally admire is what you're seeking to give respect to those people now when you add in reverence reverence is different in the sense that it doesn't stop at just one person. So, for example, if you have reverence for life, if you have reverence for people, you can't not um, have it for one person and then not have it for the other. So, um, if you say you have reverence for life, that means you can't walk around caring about one person but not caring about the next. You can't um, do one thing without caring about the entire big picture of it all. So, There's a distinction there in terms of if you act out of reverence, that means it applies everywhere. Um, When you're talking about respect, that doesn't apply everywhere. That simply just uh, can be an individual-to-individual thing. But if I'm acting out of reverence, that means I deeply care about everything that encompasses whatever the topic may be. Um, And the reason why it was so heavy on my mind and, and the reason why... Um, I found it relevant right now was I think about this whole thing with Trump, right? And the killing of this Iranian uh, military commander and all these things like that. And and it's interesting seeing, you know, like my Facebook feed and things like that, where one side is, you know, gung-ho America, you know, like everything's about like the dude deserved it. He should die. Like, that's what you get when you mess with America, all these different things, people ready to go to war, talking about they're going to enlist and go kill Iranians. And it. And then I'm like, geez, guys, like, 
hold on a second. Um, and then obviously the other side of my Facebook is like, um, Trump's an idiot. Like, what's he thinking? Um, you know, this was a reckless move. Um, me personally, I, I feel like this was on more of the side of a reckless move, right? And and the reason being is because I don't think there was a lot of thought that went into the process in terms of, you know, they gave us some information. They said, well, this was stopping an imminent threat, but yet they won't tell us what that threat was. We don't know how credible it is. Um, it's coming from, you know, a intelligence community that Trump literally would make fun of and claim that he knew more about stuff than they did um, personally, you know, but now all of a sudden they're telling him information that he just has to act on right now, you know, so to me that was a little bit fishy, um, but the other side of it is, you know, how long can we just go around, you know, killing people and justifying it because they're not on the same team as us, right? Like, if I operate from a stance of, let's say, uh, cognitive dissonance, right? Like my team versus your team. I ride with America, America only, everything else, you know, can whatever, I don't care about, you know. At that point, I feel like what we do is we dehumanize people. You know, we act as if, you know, because you're not on my team, my life matters more than yours, for example. Um, and then, you know, obviously the rebuttal. Well, he was a really bad guy and he killed X amount of people. Well, we're still doing business with Saudi Arabia, and they literally dismembered a journalist. Like, at what point is it, you know, clearly we're doing these things for our self-interest versus, you know, life itself? And and that's my biggest thing is I, I thought to myself, like, can you imagine if all of our world leaders, all of our decision makers, you know, came from a place of reference in terms of, they truly did value lives. So not just American lives, but Iranian lives and any other kind of life you can think of. And it really came down to the point of war or even killing people. That's someone's father. That's someone's husband. That's someone's child. Like it goes so much deeper than um, he was a bad dude. And, and I also think to myself, like Iranians probably don't think we're great people as well. You know, like we've been in their country for a very long time, you know, we're like, who are we to be judged during an executioner and say, well, you guys are bad dudes, so you deserve to die. Like, who, who made that decision, you know? And that's kind of where um, this chapter took me in terms of my headspace was just, can you imagine if we cared about something so deeply that every time we made a decision, we thought about the macro level. We thought about the whole picture, you know. Oh, that's not just someone dying. That's a life, and all life matters. That's that's someone's kid. That's someone's husband. That's someone's lineage that, you know, could be ending with that death, you know. And now, all of a sudden, things get a little more heavy, you know. They kind of sit on you a little more. And, you know, who knows? Maybe the world would be such a better place, you know, right, when it comes to the environment. You know, understanding the relationships between all the different pieces of the, of the environment, the energy transfer, you know, um, through what like people like to call the circle of life. Can you just imagine, like really just imagine if our leaders and people who made decisions, especially bigger decisions like war and death and light, all these things, 
came from a place of truly, deeply um, respecting and, and valuing human life or valuing uh, the planner, all these different things. Like, I think the world would be so much different, you know, so much of a different place. And to me, um, it's, it's something I'm really going to try to adopt in terms of looking into things that um, I do that I can say to myself, like, look, man, like, you can't be mad at this situation and not at this one. Like, if, if you care about this, if, if you care about life, you need to care about all life. If you care about animals, it, it all goes together. Um, but I'll tell you what it also has done is it's kind of flipped my perspective. It's given me um, an interesting look on, on some different topics. And um, that kind of digs a little more into emotional intelligence and things along those lines. So I won't get into that. But the message today is I, I want you to just think about uh, the word reverence. And I want you to think about what that could mean in your life. I want you to think about what that could mean um, if, if something as simple as our leaders, our world leaders actually um, did things out of reverence, um, you know, forget all the fighting and the years and years of turmoil, just really valued human life and, and, and was willing to, you know, take a step back and look at um, what they've done that might be um, causing these actions, right? Like causing retaliation. So I like to always, I like to use the, um, you know, the terms about like, is it a symptom or is it the cause? Was was this action a symptom or was it the underlying cause, right? So a symptom could be you got mad and started yelling or, you know, you got in a fight or whatever it may be, but the actual cause might be something like you're bad at communicating. Um, you know, you've been ignoring that other person or you've been ignoring something for a long time and now it's coming to head. So um, that's my message to you guys today. Uh, Thanks for listening. This is the first episode of Car Rides with Copernicus on Who Is Copernicus. Once again, I'm your host, Copernicus Treadwater, um, and I hope you have a great one. Let's talk soon.